Hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin Mitchell here, and I'm your host. I have a very special episode for you today and a few more special episodes coming up in the next weeks to come. We are talking to a lot of the teachers who have gone through our online professional development course called Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach. Now, our online professional development course is all about helping teachers effectively teach literary analysis in their classrooms. And it's just this amazing program. But even more than that, it's an amazing community of like-minded teachers who just really want to be incredible writing teachers. And so the community that we've created, these teachers who are now a part of both Jessica's life and my life as a result of this course is just a really special thing. And so the next couple of episodes on the podcast are going to be me interviewing these teachers and talking to them about their journey as writing teachers, you know, where they were before, where they are now after having gone through the course and implementing it with their students. And really the purpose is to just show you what is possible, that even if you decide not to join our online professional development course, that you can see the possibilities that exist for you. So if you're sitting in a place right now listening to this episode where you don't feel like you're a good writing teacher, or you don't even maybe feel like you're a good teacher right now, it's that time of year where things are really, really tough, I just want you to know that everybody has been there. You are not alone. Everybody has felt exactly how you might be feeling right now. And if you're in a position where you are a great writing teacher and you love teaching writing, I encourage you to listen to these stories and see how far these teachers have come who maybe even had a writing curriculum that they had used in the past, but found even more success using our program. So Nancy's story is a really cool one. Nancy was actually one of the very first teachers to take our online course, implement it with her students, and share with us the feedback and the results that she saw for her kids. And I just love listening to Nancy's story, one, because she's just an incredibly nice person and a wonderful teacher to her students, but two, also because she talks about the transformation that she went through where before, when she didn't really have a clear picture of what she was supposed to do as a writing teacher, feeling like she was drowning. She uses a great metaphor in the podcast interview that we'll get to in a moment to describe that feeling of of not knowing what to do. And then what happened to her as a result of having gone through our course, implemented the framework with her students, and where she is now, right? Where she is on the other end of that feeling of overwhelm, of dread, of, oh my gosh, I can't do this, to now being in a position where she feels like she can and she knows that she can do it. And beyond that, that she is an amazing writing teacher. She just needed a few steps, a little bit of encouragement and some guidance to get there. And that's exactly what our online professional development course does for teachers is it gives you the exact guidance that you need, the exact resources that you need to see incredible successes for your students in their writing, but also for you as a teacher and to give you that confidence that maybe some of us are missing and that's okay to feel that way and to be missing that confidence. But the first step is admitting it and then thinking about what is possible on the other end. It's not always going to be this way if we do something about it, right? So I'm so excited to share Nancy's journey with you on today's episode. And then, like I said, in subsequent episodes, we will be interviewing other middle school ELA teachers just like you who have transformed as a result of 
writing instruction, a proven approach that teaches you, again, all about effectively teaching literary analysis and how that's going to transform the way that you approach teaching writing in your classroom. All right, so without further ado, let's meet Nancy and jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host, from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. I am here with Nancy, who is one of our students in our online professional development course called Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach. Nancy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's so good to be here. So good to have you. Now, before we start, if you can tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you teach, so that we can get to know you. Sure, sure. Um, It's my 10th year teaching. Um, I teach at a pre-K through 8 school in the mountains of East Tennessee, very close to the National Park. Um, We have about 150 students, and I am the middle school ELA department. I teach 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, um, and I just really, truly love my job. It's the best school ever. Oh, that's so great to hear. And so before we were recording the podcast interview, you were telling me a little bit about how in years prior, you were just, not just, but you only taught reading, spelling, and you weren't required to teach writing. Can you tell us a little bit about how your school had that set up initially? Sure. Um, The first year I was there, or the first two years I was there, um, the social studies teacher did the, the writing portion of ELA. And I taught spelling, writing, sorry, excuse me, spelling, reading, and grammar. And two years ago, they were like, hey, you're such a great teacher. How about you do writing? And I was like, great, that sounds wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) But unfortunately, I'd never been taught how to teach writing. And that was my biggest concern and fear, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I think so many teachers can relate to what you just said, that you were never taught how to teach writing. I think that happens to so many of us. It was absolutely, I remember being excited because I knew that my principal gave it to me because he knew that he felt like I could do that and do it well. But by the same token, I was like, oh no, I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, you know, you you hear that comment, fake it till you make it. You can't fake writing. I mean, writing mm-hmm. is not a fake it till you make it kind of thing. It is a, you better know or you're going to have a tough time. Yeah. So then walk me through what that experience was like for you when you're told you're going to be the writing teacher, you go into school the next year. How did you feel? What were your emotions surrounding writing? How did your students feel? Like, what was that experience? Um, the teacher that had taught it before in social studies, um, you know, just, he's now a math teacher. And I think that tells you a little bit about him. He's a wonderful teacher, but writing is not his thing. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't think they had a lot of experience with it. And I think the experience they did have, they didn't like. Mm-hmm. Not that they like what I do either. But, <laughs> but I think that just the thought of knowing that I had to teach that and it was my responsibility kind of had me thinking, okay, I've got to do something because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I immediately went and thought, okay, well, where do you go? Well, you go to teachers, pay teachers because that's where everything is. So I went there and I found something that I felt like was pretty good. And I thought this would probably work. So I tried it and they, you know, it was like the cricket moment in the classroom when everybody was just dead silent and they were looking at me like, what did you say? (laughs) (laughs) 
and that's when I came across your email about being a part of the instruction of the writing course and I was so thrilled because I just did not feel ready to teach them what they needed to know. Mm-hmm. And so what is that, what did that feeling, what did that do for you? Like when you got that email and you started to get into this and you started to feel like, okay, someone's going to teach me how to teach writing in a way that works. Like what was that kind of experience for you? I was so relieved. I was so incredibly relieved because like I said earlier, I, you know, I take it very seriously what I do and I feel like I have to do the best I can for them. And I wasn't doing my best for them for a bunch of different reasons. I just, I, I felt like, I guess, you know, standing outside in the pouring down rain with my mouth wide open. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't really decide where to start and what to do. And so I found this thing and I did it and it just, it was fine, but it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, if this makes sense, I had to have a process in my mind that worked so easily and so well, like this writing course, that suddenly it just all fell into, into all the little pieces fell into place. And all of a sudden, I understood exactly what I was supposed to be doing. Which is an amazing feeling. Oh my gosh. I could sleep at night. I mean, you know, I wouldn't wake up in the morning like, oh my gosh, I have to teach writing today. You know, it's not, I don't have that pin in my stomach feeling. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let everybody down because I'm not doing a good job. Yeah. I think that's really important for people to hear who are listening because, you know, a lot of teachers reach out to us and they're like, I'm just, I'm not a good writing teacher. And I think a lot of people have this limiting belief that because they're not a good writing teacher, they never can be. You know, that it's a hard thing to learn. Like, how do you even teach writing? People just have this innate ability to do it. Or because you were a good writer, that makes you a good writing teacher. And that's not necessarily true, right? No, it's not magic. (laughs) It's not magic. um, And I think that's what's so great about um, the class itself. Because it does give you tiny little step by step by step by step. Every single resource that you need, every single thing you need to do, you can go back and watch the videos if you need clarification about something. You know, I have my notes from last year, and I still go back to those. I still go back and watch videos when I need to. You know, it's just a great resource and a great peace of mind. Yeah. So just to clarify for everyone listening that's not familiar with the course, the way that we have it set up is we essentially take you through literally every single piece of a literary analysis essay. So starting with the introduction, what's included, how to teach each part of the introduction, all of the body paragraphs, the conclusion, I mean, everything that you could imagine. And I love that what you, Nancy just said that she'll go back and watch videos from before um, to kind of refresh your memory of, okay, how should I approach this with my students this year? And before we were recording, we were talking about that, that even if you were taught writing in college for a semester, you know, a semester long course, it's not like you can go back and rewatch nope. those, those <laughs> lessons with your instructor. So that is such an invaluable thing, you know, to be able to go back and watch the videos. Um, so then what is, what does it look like for your students? Like what is their writing like? Like how has it improved for them and their experience in the classroom? Well, they, when I started to teach this last year, um, I was still just a teeny bit overwhelmed with it because I was so nervous and worried about it, but you just, you jump in and you start and you know, it's such an easy way to start with tag. And when you explain to them that something they can use in every single subject that they use, it's just something that they can just take off with. And it just makes sense to them. It's such a simple formula, tag plus summary. Then your summary, your two or three 
sentence summary, then your claim, you're done. Mm -hmm. And when you break it down for them and show them that it's not some horrible task, it is literally step by step by step by step, it makes it so much easier for them and it takes that stress off them. By the same token, when you're not stressed out, neither are they. Mm -hmm. So that makes a huge difference. I, I feel like it gave me the power to teach what I need to teach that nobody ever showed me before. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know where everybody else went to college, but I did not. <laughs> nobody ever taught me how to teach writing. I mean, ever. And so that was just a huge concern. And this way, it just, it makes it simple. And I tell them all the time, you know, this will take you all the way through high school and into college. And you can keep it with you. It's in your head. Unless your head falls off, you're never going to lose it. <laughs> That's hilarious, but so true. And it is absolutely applicable to high school and to college classes. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we were putting the framework together, I went to our local high schools and worked with a bunch of the teachers there to make sure that mm -hmm. what we were creating for middle school teachers was going to prepare all of these middle schoolers for what the expectations are in high school. Right. Well, and I worried too, our little school is, um, like I said, it's very rural community, um, very high poverty area. Um, and a lot of times I think when our kids go to high school, people go, oh, you came from that school. Those are my dogs. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> my two dogs are sitting right next to me too. <laughs> I, I want them to say, oh, you came from that school. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. I want them to go on from three years at, in middle school with us to go to high school and for the high school to be like, Oh, you came from there. Mm -hmm. And really I want them to just have it. I want them to know it. I want them to have it. I want them just to be able to work on it on the fly. Yeah. And what great confidence for our students too, to have them right. feel that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just have one other question and then we'll go into our quick fire questions at the very end. Okay. Um, if there's like one big takeaway from having taken our course what would you say that that is? So maybe someone who is listening to this episode and is feeling maybe like you felt at the beginning of the year last year, like I just can't, you know, I don't have the school, the skills, you know, I'm not equipped with the skills to teach literary analysis, to teach writing to my students. I, I want to be the, an amazing teacher. I just, I don't know what to do. How has this had an impact in your life in that regard? Just do it. Honestly, just do it. Um, and that's not a commercial or a plug for the program. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being a better teacher mm -hmm. and having the tools that you need, the resources that you need to literally step in the classroom and have everything you need. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing better than I know that on Sunday night when I turn my lesson plans in and they're done, I can go to sleep Sunday night and I wake up Monday. I'm like, here we go. Yes. What, what it's like, what it feels like when you don't know how to teach writing is when you don't turn your lesson plans in on Sunday night and you wake up Monday morning and you're like, oh my gosh, I've got to get my lesson plans in today and I don't know what I'm going to do. And the kids hear, feel that and they feed into it. It just, it gives you such a peace because it is so simple and so much easier to do. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I know there is a cost involved. That's, it's worth 10 times that in spades, worth 10 times that. <laughs> well, thank you for saying that because... That is just such an amazing feeling. I know when, when I first started implementing this framework and really working on it with Jessica, that I used to love teaching literature more than teaching writing. But then when I became just such a good writing teacher, I leaned into that so heavily because I now loved doing it. And now right. teaching writing is like my favorite thing in the entire world. We take the fear out of it. Mm -hmm. and, and I think we all, I think it's one of those things that we don't talk about. 
um, is the teachers who get scared about teaching stuff because they don't have everything they need. Um, but this is simple. Just, just do it. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much, Nancy. I appreciate sure. your positive feedback <clears throat> on the course and just the fact that you are an amazing part of our community and we love having you as a, an EB teacher, you know, as a part well, of our community. It's awesome. Uh, it's truly awesome. Well, thank you. Okay. So I have my five fun, quick fire questions, which is the first okay. thing that comes to mind. No pressure, no stress. Okay. Okay. So if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Russia. Oh, why Russia? Um, my maiden name is Patahovich. Okay. Um, very Russian. So mm -hmm. I'm only third generation on my dad's side. Interesting. Is there anywhere particularly in Russia that you'd like to go? Um, not Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably just the main place, you know, St. Pe St. Petersburg, Moscow, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. those fun places. Yeah. You know, I don't have it on my bucket list, but I feel like I should add it just because the architecture is so interesting. And that's what I would love to go see. Yeah. Because it looks like such a beautiful place. Yeah. Very cool. Well, when you go, you come back and let me know how it goes. Okay. I totally okay. do. I'll, okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is your favorite month of the year? Probably October. Um, I love fall and we, I live in a place that has four seasons. Um, so fall is absolutely, it's cooler. The leaves are beautiful. My first child was born in October. It's just a good month. How fun. So many other people have said October or like fall months, which is so yeah. interesting. I would think more teachers would say summer, but everyone loves fall. Well, I, I mean, I love summer too, but I, I just love fall. It's just my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite lunch item? This one's hard. That is hard. <laughs> um, you know what? We, they brought back at our school recently a square pizza. And I don't know if you had square pizza when you mm -hmm. were growing up. No. Um, and it's actually not square. It's actually rectangular. But it's delicious. It's ridiculously <laughs> good. I've never eaten in the cafeteria. Um, but when we have square pizza, I go hand in hand to get the square pizza. How funny. So it's, it is in a, in a rectangle. It's not a square. No, is, is it on like a piece of bread? It's not like real pizza. It's like no, on a piece of bread. It's, no, it's, it's pizza, but okay. it's just literally a rectangle. Um, and I remember, I mean, I'm 48, so I'm way older than you, but I grew up with it and I remember like it was a huge, it's a thing. You need to Google it. Okay. Okay. I'll have to Google it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll try it and I'll let you know what I think. Cause yeah. I am a huge pizza connoisseur. I like love oh, pizza. Listen, let's not get crazy. This is not a connoisseur type of thing. It's more nostalgia <laughs> than anything. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to Google it and I'll let you know okay. what I find. <laughs> right. All right. What is the last book that you read? Um, the oh my gosh so good um the remarkable tale of coyote sunrise okay and if you haven't read that yet mm -mm. you need to write this second go get it okay it is amazing can you give us a little synopsis of it, it i can um i just wrote a novel rationale for it for us for me to teach it in the classroom it's about a girl and her dad um and you find out later in the novel that um they're, the mother and two sisters have been killed in a car accident, and they live on a school bus, and they just drive around the country. And her name was not Coyote, or it wasn't Sunrise either, but when their family died, they came up with their own new names, and they legally changed their names. But it's this journey across the country and back across the country, and they pick up people along the way, and they all have a story, and it's all awesome. It's, a, it's an amazing book. It sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us the title one more time? 
Yes. Um, the Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise. Okay. The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise. I'll link that up in the show notes too so people can click on it and go find it really quickly. Oh, good. Okay, cool. Thank you, Nancy, for the recommendation. Sure. Okay, this is my last question. If okay. you weren't a teacher, what would you do? Um, if I was allowed to stay at home and look at printers all day long and play with my dogs, that's what I would do. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> if that's a paid position somewhere, I'm all over it. Well, I think there are probably Pinterest like virtual assistants, maybe on the side. Maybe I need to find out about that. No, I can't leave teaching. <laughs> you love it too much. You're such you're such a good teacher. You could have that would be a disservice to your school. <laughs> well, well depends you. on the day. <laughs> That's the same for all of us, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nancy, for joining me today on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, you guys. I just loved interviewing Nancy so much. And if you couldn't tell, I was a little bit under the weather when we were recording that episode. And same thing right now as I'm recording this part of the episode as well. I have a little bit of a cold, so I apologize if my voice sounds just a little bit different um, than it normally does. But I hope that that inspired you. And again, like I said at the beginning, I hope it shows you what is possible. That is so, so important for us to remember, not just for ourselves, but to be able to instill that idea and that belief in our students of what is possible. We just have to be open to those possibilities. And so I want to invite you to add your name to the wait list for our online course, Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach. Go to ebacademics.com forward slash writing waitlist. Again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash writing waitlist. And we are opening the doors for enrollment for a new cohort of teachers to go through on December 29th. And we are so excited to welcome more teachers into our community and to help even more teachers just make an incredibly big impact in their classrooms through this program. So put your name on the wait list. We will be giving you more information a little bit earlier than December 29th if you are on the wait list. So you get something a little bit special if you add your name over there. So again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash writing waitlist. Next week on the podcast, I will be interviewing a, another teacher who has gone through our course and I can't wait to share her story with you guys.